You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, and A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. You no trouble. Me, You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Yes, I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit or your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. This city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years in darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. There's a saying they have on Elm Street. One good nightmare deserves another. (laughs) And you thought the nightmare was over. Well, dream on. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 4. The Dream Master. Finally, someone's ready for Freddy. Well, again, welcome to Primetime Bitches. We're your host, I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Hey. (laughs) Mr. Jared Gallen. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. I think we've reached uh, a nightmare on Elm Street stasis. (laughs) <laughs> We've this already is, hit peak nightmare. Yeah, this is we have. Uh, this is all we do. <laughs> we watch nightmare movies. We have nightmares. We talk about Freddy. But guys, this is part four. The Dream Master, the best of the series. This is like the pinnacle, right? This is where it it's the gets highest the highest grossing peak. entry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This, this is where biggest budget. Yeah, boom, best Freddy movie ever. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> it's definitely when Freddy was like. Uh, this is when saturated. Freddy went MTV. <laughs> well, that's what they—that's what everyone kept saying on the behind the scenes. I didn't really understand that. I guess because he was in a music video and they had MTV. He was like big in pop I, culture, and he started. You know, they were like Freddie lunchboxes, bro. Were they Freddie lunchboxes? I don't remember a Freddie. I don't remember a Freddie lunchbox. You don't? No, not the old school plastic ones because it was the eighties. You thermos know, and all that. I don't like. They, I don't. I had a metal one. It was shaped like Nancy's imprinted. house. No, it was imprinted <laughs> Freddy's face. No, I don't remember a, a lunchbox. Oh, like a stamped one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's badass. No. When I was going to school, man, they had the plastic ones that had the sticker on the front. You yeah. Know? And the crappy thermos. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Ninja Turtle one for, I'm for like, a while. I'm like, hey, why the hell is this thermos taking up so much room in my box? I need more food than this, Mom. <laughs> and that's why I'm fat. 
That's when you get two lunchboxes. Uh, yeah, I had to carry one lunchbox just for my, you know, just for my snacks. My fruit roll-ups and gushers. Bubble tape. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I, when you, when I you don't. had to take your lunch to school in those days when you'd only have one sandwich. Man. Would it not piss you off? Yeah, dude. You open your lunchbox, you're like, what? You know, most people uh, get notes from their parents saying, I love you. My mom's like, <laughs> I get a note and she's like, don't eat too much. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You didn't know this, but you're on a diet. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. She was packing your lunch. I know. Like, Instead of a sandwich, she puts you, in you got half amount. a sandwich. Well, she's trying to train me, you know. You don't, don't eat too much. I didn't have very much self-control. Oh, all right. Okay. I was sitting there eating my lunch and staring at everybody else's, you know. I mean, it just seems like it would be you easier to love. put in less food, you know. <laughs> and that way you don't even well, have to write the note. Crying, yeah, you know. know how we, we were doing the... Uh, <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> the keto thing. Oh, God, I need to do that again so bad. I'm feeling so bloated and terrible. Yeah, I started back today. Good. I'm proud of you, man. So you can't try my mystery Oreos. <laughs> I'm sure I can fit one in. I'm going to fuck up your diet so bad. <laughs> but, all right, so back in school, I had the strangest, like, kids do weird stuff, right? I've always, yeah. I've never been a real fan of, like, pizza sauce. I don't really care that much for, like, the marinara pizza wow. sauce. So on pizza day, I would trade... <laughs> Cheese and marinara sauce for people's bread. They scrape all the toppings off. So we, yeah, they would give me. I would give them my toppings, and they would give me their bread. You know, and even the That's destroying pizza, man. Well, this movie or has pizza. a pizza scene. Yeah, it does. Some soul food, dude. <laughs> mm, soul food, soul meatball. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay, love the effects in this goddamn movie. Yeah, love them. Really good effects in this movie. Every single goddamn one. I love all the sets. I love it all, guys. It's cheesy. I don't give a fuck. It's it's like '88 as fuck. It's awesome. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's on a stand. Yeah, I mean, look, we got a lot of legends here. You got Kevin Yeager coming back doing the Freddy makeup. Yep, doing the Yeager bombs. <laughs> Uh, the director for uh, Friday the 13th Part uh, 7, uh, John Belcher, he did uh, the Soul Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, there's so many, uh, Screaming Mad George, who is like, literally like every time I've seen him behind the scenes, is screaming with this insane laughter of like, hee hee. <laughs> he does laugh a lot. <laughs> and well, I guess why they call him Screaming Mad George. Um, but Good he did the, the cockroach. cockroach. Yeah, it, I mean like, there's so many like 80s That was like, the worst legends. part of the movie. What? The roach, where she turns into the weird roach, and is in the it roach motel, weird. and like, and like, and he's like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I hated that. Part. I'm not real big into that one, man. Really? Why? I don't know. I thought it was fun, creative. It's good. That's what. That's like what I want from a nightmare movie. I get tired when they just. Oh, I'm gonna stab you with the glove. It's like okay. Sometimes I feel like Freddy forgets about the glove. <laughs> he's he's always in close proximity to these people. It could like totally take him out during some of the fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hearing you on that, especially in the church when they start like dancing on the the pews and. Ugh. This does have the dumbest kill of all of them. Though. Oh, what's that? The invisible kung fu. Oh yeah, well that whole thing. Well, you know, Karate Kid was big. You know. Oh yeah. So you could tell Randy Harlan was was. Like, okay, was, what's good right now? He was now? tapping into some of his favorite martial arts movies and some of the camera shots in this movie. Yeah, yeah, when we get to the church. Yeah. There's yeah. some crazy badass camera shots in this movie, though. Like, yeah. this is the first time where it really gets like, whoa. Like, didn't this one have the crazy overhead shot where it's like 
where she's writhing on the floor and it's like following her, but like dutching the entire time. Or was it obliquing? Yes. Uh, what was the other one? Canted. Yes. It, it was like you know. <laughs> we'll take all of those, Jared. <laughs> You're the one that was discriminating. It was the rolling, word. actually. It was excellent. I looked up how they did the shot in the garage where it pulls up and all the cars are blocking Kincaid in, and it's like a whole planet of cars. Yeah, how did they do that? It's three elements. They built a model with all the cars on one element, and then they shot Kincaid and put him in there. Like a miniature? Yeah, so they shot him, pulling up on him, and then put that into a a wall-sized model. A bigature. A bigature, yeah. And then projected that into a glass painting of the globe with all the other cars and then just matched the move. No shit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you can see the color difference between the live action and the the matte. We need to do a movie where we do all practical effects like that. No one's doing that anymore. I'm down. Well, they also also had some, I guess they're in-camera mats and stuff, and they're chemical. But that's cool, though. We should do that. But, yeah, my favorite one's when she goes into the screen. I had to go frame by frame because I was like, how the fuck did they do that? It was blowing my mind, and it's just they're just cutting her out, and then you know, as she goes into the screen, they're just slanting her footage, so it's in perspective of the movie screen. Oh, I see what you're saying, but it's just it's one of those things. It's so quick, they don't um, hold long on those matte shots, and they're you know intercutting them with all these different things. It makes the effects work well. Yeah, it plays. Yeah, I mean, because you know your effect stuff can be great, but you have to have good cinematography, and your lighting's got to be right, and your editing has to it's got to be on the on the point. And also, uh, most of the film has a, a style to it anyways, so uh, the effects just kind of blend really well anyways because of the, the style. It doesn't have to be hyper-realistic. It just needs to fit the style. Do you feel like they or went the a little jail crazy in this movie? You mean with color-wise? Yeah. I did notice while watching the trailer, uh, nowadays everybody's doing the, kind of what they were doing with this with uh, fluorescence. Uh, even like when they go, there's like, isn't there like something they go to a movie theater in this? And then she goes up in like the, the box office. Ticket box at With the, the front. green light. Yeah, but there's like there's little there's little like fluorescent tubes on the bottom inside and at the top. It was just like super bright lit with fluorescence, and everyone's doing that these days with quasars and Astera tubes and all that. These little like uh, LED fluorescents that can change uh, RGB colors. But in this movie, they're doing the exact same shit. There's these greens and blues and all this stuff. And even when they're like in, in the ambulance, I think there's a green fucking um, fluorescent right behind her head. It's in the shot. It's like just just like we're shooting a music video. You know. Well. <laughs> yes, Jared. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying it's cool. I mean, it's 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 a definite style, you know, and it's I'm, I like it. Yeah, I mean, even that uh, scene when they walk past the lockers and there's like the um the little slash marks from his claw are, are in the lockers, and you have the yeah. red light and it's the smoke. Su- it's super cool, but like you it's know. super 80s music video. It's, it's like, very. It's a little dated, but I don't mind it. You know, as for, in terms of a 80s nostalgia piece, I'm totally fine with this. I think this real, all of his stuff looks really good. We're going to talk about the change of our actress. Oh yes, Kristen does change. Yeah, so what's from up Patricia with that? Arquette. We told you to Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday night's pretty damn cute though. I, dude, I like her a lot. Ooh, and you know, really, it's kind of messed up. They they actually give Kristen more to do in this movie than they did in the last film. Oh, they totally did, and even in the next one, she gets even more. Well, she dies in this one. Well, right. All right, wait. Kristen dies in this one. You're confusing her with Alice. I am confused. They look too much the same. They are. Blonde women. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, damn it, blonde women. <laughs> Beautiful blonde women <laughs> that look like they're obviously from California. Maybe Alice is the one I'm going to crush on. All these movies are running together in my head. Stop it. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> every movie you should change to a different girl so we can know who the fuck. 
I think Kristen's death is the worst death in the movie. Because she just gets thrown into um, like a pit of water that has some fire on it. And I, I guess it's, it's supposed to be lava? It's supposed to be burning oil? I don't yeah, know what that was supposed it, to be. I don't think you were supposed to see the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think the water was an accident. They like they, they, they had the camera up a little high. <laughs> so you, you think could, so? You I mean, she's like splashing around I know, shit. man. It just, I was like, what's, what's up with the water? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. The water was very strange. What's, what's going on? And they, didn't, they didn't cut back to her death shot either, did they? No, she does that little thing where she throws her force out, and uh, was it Freddy gets their souls, and Alice, who is the new character in the movie, and she gets uh, their power. Yeah, she she somehow she can absorb. It's not really a power though, because they don't really. Well, she takes. I guess she, she takes, takes Alice's. Their... Um, Alice takes Kristen's power of being able to bring people into the dream world. Right. So she does take that. But Freddy, nobody Freddy else really has their souls, power. and she gets their powers, and then she uses their powers of good. She's kind of like Captain Planet, you know. She sucks all the power out of everybody else around her. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? When your She's powers combine, <laughs> I'm Captain Planet. <laughs> the guy that looks like Christian Slater comes out and he yeah. goes, I'm fire! <laughs> Dan comes out and he's like, what movie am I in? <laughs> Earth, sure. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> yeah, the guy that plays uh, Dan the Jock is... Uh... Terrible. Yeah, he's pretty bad. And then he even got into the next one. <laughs> when are you yeah, going to they... start like taking care of your life or whatever, man? I was just a really bad actor. They they killed him off, bro. They're like, look, he's got to be the first one to die. We'll talk about it because I want to talk about that. But uh, man, but in this one, they didn't really give him a lot of lines, which was nice. He's just kind of there. There's just some weird. Uh, there's weird moments with him, like where. What? Well, it's not the actor's fault, but they they're using his character, the Dan character, just to drop exposition. I guess for people that haven't seen the previous three Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Everyone's comic book is their first comic book. I, I you hear know, somebody. you. Somebody. Yeah, but they just show up at Nancy's house. Again, I don't know why the fuck they're showing up at Nancy's house. Every comic book is someone's first comic book. I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't let that slide. I got what you say. No, but somebody was listening like, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> how, how much have you had to drink, bro? Come on. I won the first one. <laughs> it's been a rough day. It has been a long day. Mm, what are you going to do? They show up at Nancy's house, and they just have this exposition dump where it's like, oh, yeah. Remember when this happened? You know, uh, Kristen said this Freddy guy, and yeah. Oh, that's right. That didn't seem weird. It kind of like just showed up, and they're like, oh, yeah. And then they also said that that was Freddy's house? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Freddy that, lives here. That drove me crazy. I wanted to get into the movie and be like, no, that's Nancy's house, motherfucker. We so, have never established that being Freddy's house. So, so much has happened up to this point that the filmmakers just believe that, okay, every one of these movies has to have <laughs> this fucking house in it, you know, <laughs> at some point. And then they, with, and they all have a red door, but Nancy's house had a blue door. And for some reason, when it changed over to this house is very iconic, it switched to having a red door. So I don't get that either. I had the red door in part two, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's when they're like, oh, we got to have this house <laughs> and the glove. Yeah. But yeah, this, yeah, this time it was like messed up in the real world, yeah, not just the dream. Because two is, is fucked up in the dream. But like, you know, and that just somehow. Why is there one really gross ass house in an, in an immaculate neighborhood? Like, it's like everybody just like, we're just going to let that go. And you who, know, all, every town's who, who, got a bro. They don't know who the fuck lives in Nebolt, Nebolt Street. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna let that one go. 
<laughs> we don't know if the, the, the Thompsons used to own it or Freddie used the, the to own Thompsons it. The Thompsons go and like board it up. I mean, I mean like well. <laughs> all the for some reason all the trees are dead. <laughs> yeah, there's always kids outside playing jump rope. We don't even know whose kids these are. <laughs> Who, who jump ropes anymore? When was the last time you saw kids jump roping? My kids oh, man, jump it's rope. been a while. It's been since the fucking 80s. <laughs> no, my kids jump roped. Do they? Yeah, well, they did. They're too old for it now. Did you teach them the... the, the... No. <laughs> I teach them anything. I'm not bringing that evil into my house. <laughs> I showed them the movies. I didn't, just didn't teach <laughs> One, two... <laughs> this is how you jump rope. In this film, Freddy, uh, he kind of wins. He completes his goal. He finally kills all of the Elm Street kids. Yes, he does. Christian was the last one, and she falls in this movie. So it's like once she dies, it's kind of like, oh, all right, okay, movie should have been a scene where it cuts to Freddy and he's like, what the fuck do I got to do with my life now? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to just like, am I done? <laughs> do I, do I, like, stop do I just burn in hell? He's like, do I hang up the glove? <laughs> Wait a minute. Something was supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't feel any different. <laughs> he's just waiting there in the boiler room. He's just <laughs> the rest of the movie is Alice like consoling him. <sighs> he helps her save the band camp. <laughs> I guess I've got to change my <laughs> go a new way. You know, everybody can turn a new leaf, Freddie. <laughs> she's trying to. There's a whole montage where she's trying to like put him on some silly hats and trying to make him Instead smile. Of her putting on all of her friends stuff. Yeah. It's her dressing him yeah. up in a suit. Yeah, trying to make him look good. Oh my goodness! But every time he sticks his hand through the through the jacket, like the fucking like the the knives cut it, and she's like, Freddie. <laughs> she's constantly going like this, making him give her. Oh, like, shrugging, like, come on! I don't want to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> What's the song from that? Like, uh, I'll only take it off if you turn the lights out. Oh <laughs> what, what's that song? He looks Some the same all over. <laughs> Some TV show that's like, uh, uh, we we can do it together, like, buddy song. Man, uh, I can't remember what it was. It sounds like something from Dora the Explorer. No, it was some 80s, 70s, 80s oh, TV wow. show. Like, sorry, man, I'm totally going blank. I can see the two girls. <laughs> Dude, that would have made a good movie. That would have been cool. I don't like that more than... Than Freddy's Nightmares? Oh. That's this era, right? Yeah, it's right yeah. after this movie. Yeah. As soon as this movie came out, yeah, they started that TV show. So someone was like, okay, guys, Tales from the Crypt with Freddy. Did you guys watch the first episode? No. no. more Mr. Nice Guy? No. How about how was it? I'd recommend checking that one out. Don't Do not watch anything else unless you're just really curious because the production... Quality on some of them are, is really bad. And there's two episodes that are included. Like Ten dollars an episode to shoot it or whatever. I mean, yeah, but they, I mean they had some good people anyway. But the first episode uh, done by Toby Hooper, and it's kind of like prequel origin story for Freddy, and it actually has Robert England in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. the The lighting's not terrible for what it is either. Is it it's scary? Just, no. I mean, it's like a you know. Are these movies getting progressively not scary? Yes, to to you guys, or in, and is that just because we were watching so much of them, or no, that we're they, older? Do you find these movies scary? No, not after the first one. Is it scary to you, Brian? I never really found the first one like really. I don't know if I found that scary. I I was terrified of it as a kid. I was disturbed by some of the imagery, uh, you know, in it, but I don't I don't remember like ever getting like really scared. Scared. I want a hat that says "Let's make Freddy scary again." It's like like vampires. We talked about this before. Let's make vampires scary again. I think we're like diluting our our, our like, you know. 
I like Freddy because like you can. There's so many things you can do with it. You know, like I know, but he can I be so wicked try, and crazy. I think they they do. I mean, we'll get to it, but. New Nightmare does an okay job of making him scary. Trying to make him scary again. Something fresh with the idea. Wait, I'm trying to think. This was. I was totally hoping the remake was going to go there. But. They tried. They tried to make him scary. Micro Dream Shot was cool. We'll get there. That's a music video director, bro. I just. Oh. Feels like most of these are music video directors. Well, uh, Rennie Harlan, um, he went on to have a great action career. We already did uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. It feels a little action-y at times. I mean, dude, this this movie made so much money. This made $49.4 million. Put that in perspective, that grossed more than any other fucking horror movie, any other slasher from the 80s. This is the highest grossing of anything. Wow. Of Friday the 13th, of Halloween, of anything, period. This is the pinnacle. So it's, it's, I mean, so it's, Bob Shay is like, fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah this give is him the, a baby! This is the yacht that, Pre- that Freddie <laughs> built. <laughs> <laughs> it says Nancy on the side of that motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude, that's priceless. I think we should, like, Photoshop Bob Shay on a, on a yacht. This is Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me we probably don't have to Photoshop it. I guarantee it exists. It exists. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And it's red and green striped. Oh no. It's too on the nose. It's too on the nose. Maybe go into the bathroom and like the trims. Uh, you know. And for some, for some reason, my brain like went down and looked up, look at the propellers, and it's just a Freddy glove spinning. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's like in the little kitchen chopping stuff with a little Freddy glove. Oh, <laughs> that's where Robert England's been. He just lounges on that boat for the rest I'm of his life. I'm imagining the meeting with him Damn, and Peter man. Jackson, and Jackson's talking about hobbits. And Lord, he's like, "Can we put Kruger in it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but we can have an orc with the glove. Peter Jackson got involved in the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, series, and that's how he got into Lord of the Rings. Actually, he really? Wrote, yeah, he wrote the. Uh, uh, he wrote a spec script for uh, part six. Is that the one where Freddy picks up a lawnmower and like runs at motherfuckers with it running? No. <laughs> that would be Dead Alive, which is a much better movie than any of these sequels that we're talking about tonight. Not to be confused. I, love, I still love part three. And yeah. I got a lot of love here for four guys. Well, I mean, to a lot of people, part three is the like, that's it. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. This that, is that's like the, the, you know, from, from there, it's just downhill from there. Well, I, I don't know. I, I I think this one still has a lot of the... It's still got energy, and it still has a lot of creativity. Yeah, it's pretty downhill from three. Well, apparently when people... It's it, silly, and they're leaning into it, you know, <laughs> as opposed to going with the horror. They're just like, yeah, you know, part three was a huge hit. He made a lot of jokes. People loved him. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of like they just a little, there's a little crank on the back of, <laughs> of Freddy, and they... <laughs> okay, now go. Do what you do. It's, it's just, it, I don't know, man. It's a problem for all the sequels because once you have Freddy out and like on a beach, right, wearing sunglasses, like how the fuck are you ever going to make that guy scary again? That guy is only going to be the cool dude that just shows up in your dreams with, you know, some one-liners and maybe some inventive deaths. Yeah, he's going to fuck with you a little bit. Either wants to party or kill somebody. Right, he's going to tr- tr- treat you like a cat, treats uh, a mouse, and eventually get you. Yeah. In some creative way. And I do like that Rennie Harlan did kind of take a action movie approach to this movie. 
Because if if he didn't, god damn, dude, it would have sucked. It would have been terrible. Like, if somebody just did this, like, straight uh, and tried to do, like, a a back-to-basics straight horror movie version of this story, I think it would have just been really boring and convoluted. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a... Ch- it, well, the... Because the, the story in this movie is kind of... What the fuck, bro? Well, they didn't really have a story, right? The script was kind of ever-changing because of a uh, writer's strike. Yeah. They did have a writer's strike during production. So they're pulling people out of the mailroom and shit and being like, all right, uh, you got any story ideas? <laughs> You've seen the other movies, right? <laughs> yeah. Give me something. You're talking about the guy with knives, right? <laughs> well, the, the, On his hand, not okay, carrying. Okay. So I was thinking that we replace the knives with scissors. And then, you know, <laughs> we bring back the kid from the first one. and <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the dog uh, pissing fire to resurrect uh, Freddy, that was... Just a joke that um, Rennie Harlan was making to James Cameron just you to kind of shut dog, him up. The dog called Jason? Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right, dude. That's funny as fuck. To James Cameron? Yeah. James Cameron was be- like, you know, he was kind of being a smart ass to Jim Rennie Harlan. He like, was like, he's like, eh, what are you doing uh, to resurrect Freddy this time? And then, uh, you know, Rennie Harlan's like, uh, that dog was going to piss fire. I don't know. He's finished. That's a, good, that's a good impression. Yeah. You think so? I think Bob Shea hates me. <laughs> Dude, he was cracking me up on the seas. Oh. I was like, I'm going to get fired. and uh... <laughs> I love Rudy Harlan. He's brutally honest. Yeah. Even if he does, uh, you know, tell his, his, his African-American actresses, Hey, uh, look, you don't sound black enough. Excuse me, could you uh, black it up a bit? <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> and I thought I thought the actress that did uh, played the Sheila role. I thought she was great. I love her. Oh, I think she's great. She's really great. Her death though is really weak. He talk- in the classroom. Yeah, the suck face. I don't like that effect, man. That's my least favorite effect in the entire movie. I think. I don't know. I think that's my least favorite one. I, well, I hate hate when it pulls out and it's just obvious set. You know, with the floor all painted with the. I didn't op- understand the, that the bad optical illusion looks like you're in a Tom Petty music video. What were they trying to do with that? It, it, it was an optical illusion to feel like everything's pushing into the center of the screen. Is that what they were trying to do? I think so, because remember, everything's cr- caving in on her. Like, <gasps> like all, all of her air is gone and crushed in on her. So then we pull up, and it, and it looks like the, 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 the room is kind of pushing in toward her. Oh, I thought that shot was right after the fucking robot arm came out. Was that after that? Yeah. And I, well, Wait, what the fuck is the robot arm there for? Well, it's because she's like an inventor, and she created the little thing that ends up killing Freddy later oh, and okay. all that. So all yeah, right, she's a right. tinkerer. I'll buy that for Even dollar. though it's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he says, but it's he like so it. weird. It just comes out of nowhere. No, he says something. He's, no, it just comes out of the desk. It talks to her. What? That, the, not the robot hand. Oh, okay. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. The robot hand just like it's comes got, out of her face. It's got a face on it, and it talks. What? Am I am I losing my mind? Yeah, you're totally losing your mind. Holy shit, Brian! We need to pause it and watch the movie again. Yeah, the robot <laughs> hand comes out of the desk and like tries to like grab her face, and, and then he she pulls it down, and it's got a face on it. Am I no. losing my mind, Brian? Yeah, no, it's got like a little like penis tentacle in the middle. There's like three little I could have swore the robot thing talked to her. No, it did not talk to her. Oh my god. There's Brian. a there's a <laughs> a moment where like her her paper turns and what what does it say? Uh learning with Freddy is fun or learning is fun with Freddy or something and, and, like yeah, that. With Freddy. And I like how it actually cuts over to the side and you can still see it when, when uh, the other girl looks over at her. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I had to look this up now. I think the biggest missed opportunity, though, uh, story-wise, was the uh, the Alice character. I really like her her daydreaming, and that's the first time we ever introduced that into the series. And man, they could do so many cool things with it in the movie, but 
there's not one scene where Freddy comes during a, a, a daydream where she's spacing out, and it seems like such a missed opportunity. Totally. Like, why not make a horror mo- moment there? I don't know. It's just... Couldn't yeah. come up with a one-liner good enough. It just... I don't I, know. I don't believe that for a second. England's got a whole book of them. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what do you think about this? It does seem like he does. And I like the... He uh, told a great story about wearing his makeup to a Thai restaurant across the street. He'd forgot he had it on, and the guys were so used to seeing him with it, they didn't think about it. So they went to go get something to eat, and... He said this dude was, like, just off the boat, green card from, like, Vietnam or something, and he turns the corner with his tray of plates and sees Freddy and just goes to white, throws the plates up, runs out the back door. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, most of the stories, I was, uh, it seemed like Robert England was very, uh, very happy with how recognizable Freddy was. Yeah. It seemed like when they were shooting on set, like he was treated kind of like a beetle. Like there was a huge crowd, and they would all gather around to see Robert England in the Freddy makeup. And he didn't seem like he was getting a a, a good kick out of that. Which I, you know, what are you looking up? I'm trying to find the scene where what's uh, who's the girl with, Sheila? With, Sheila with the arm. Just look up the uh, suck face scene. I think you're thinking of the uh, motorcycle, bro. I am thinking of the motorcycle. Fuck, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know why that crossed in my brain. Because that one's better. <laughs> yeah, the motorcycle's way better. Yeah, man, that's 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 where my brain was crossing. Apparently, the MPAA cut that down a lot. Yeah, the MPAA has always been a dick to fucking slasher movies. Yeah, that's pretty badass. That that motorcycle scene where the shit like starts to come out and like it like. Enters his veins. Goes into his, stuff. like, yeah, he kind of five, comes guys. One. Come on. Hey, don't. Uh. There's only three fucking kills in that movie. Don't <laughs> blow our load right now. I mean, what the fuck else are we going to talk about? Uh, so, uh, the, the, the comic book. Uh, oh, come on, man. I can't believe I'm running all these together, man. Ugh, it's it hard to do two of these at once. <laughs> well, these two. I, well, I, I do like that, I guess, between three, four, and five, it makes a little trilogy within the series. Right. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, I, it kind of pissed me off again. Like Freddy's dead. Like that's the final nightmare. It's billed as the final nightmare. It's I guess it's the last one. That, that, that's six. We're not talking about that one. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the last one in canon. I wanted either I want either Heather Langenkamp or I want Alice. I want I want fucking what's her name Lisa Wilcox. I want one of these girls in that movie. And it that, I, that's why I dislike that because I mean you spend two well, movies with this character. Way other reasons to dislike that movie. <laughs> I know, but I mean. Like, like if you're building all this up, let's continue it. It's just like all, I don't know. It's like if you got to Star Trek, like, six, and they just like, oh, Kirk loves Cleons now. <laughs> Wait, why? What? 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 <laughs> but those other movies, uh, Christopher Lloyd killed his son. What? No, I don't. <laughs> Fuck continuity, bro. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It just seems so weird that they, they kept it for so long and then just threw it away. Well, they had to introduce his daughter. I know, but this is the, this is the highlight of the series, man. This is where we're making all our money. But they just see Freddy as the highlight of the series. I, d- I do like having a nice somebody for Freddy to battle that's actually worth a fuck. I kind of like that. Seems like he gets defeated pretty easily. See himself in a mirror. He sees himself in a uh, mirror in this one. Yeah, that. what the fuck's that about? I don't know. 
that's that's, that's that metaphoric. Face there, yourself. Well, no, they took the uh, the prayer now lay me down to sleep, and then they they took that same cadence and made some dream warrior uh, or dream master fucking song or nursery rhyme, whatever. Terrible. The dream warrior watches me sleep. It's pretty easy to defeat. You just got to like say a poem, you know, bust out your composition notebook, and be like, okay. I did think the same. I wrote though. this last you, night. You uh, admit that. <laughs> Here's a mirror. Oh no! Not that mirror. I do remember as a kid loving the. Uh, the effects where all the people inside of him are like ripping out of him. Oh yeah, that was cool. Oh dude, that's are, are you talking about like at the end where he gets like strapped to the wall and then yes. like one yeah. comes out of the back of his head and like attaches. Oh dude, that, that is was amazing. so fucking gnarly. That was like, dude, I was kind of like in a, in a daze, kind of like watching this movie, and when that shit started happening, I like woke up and like sat up and like, oh my god. There's How a, fucking cool is there's that? There's that one fucking naked chick that was like oh, in the yeah. middle of his chest, and she's like Look, getting straight perfect, up. Oh, perfect dude, that's, breasts, man. But it's so nasty she's got those looking. Little, like uh, Hershey's Kiss nipples, man. And they're black. Oh, they're good. Oh man, what? Come on, Brian. That was the sexiest shit I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she looked like she was alive and not in somebody's <laughs> chest and covered in goo. Maybe. I don't know. Amen. I don't talk about your thing. I'll talk about mine. All right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Jason said, I need some Freddy chest. <laughs> come, come here. Uh, but that was really cool, man. Yeah. What a, what a cool cut. And, um, apparently, they, they made like a big, giant Freddy torso. Yeah. Huge. And, and it, it, it cuts really well, the way they did that. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. Uh, same, Damn good job. Same thing with the pizza when they had the close up of the dude and he actually gets the the knife stuck <laughs> in his forehead. Yeah, I mean you can tell you can kind of tell it's reverse from the oh, expression, yeah, yeah. but whatever, it works. I think it, I think it works nice. The mad stuff looks good. Yeah, I like the uh, the time loop where they get kind of stuck in uh, repeating I, the dream I, I over thought, and over. I thought my fucking Blu-ray fucked up. Oh really? hundred percent. I swear to you. I was like, wait, hold on a minute. And then and then then, then they address it almost instantly. And I was, she's like, wait. He's like, wait. I think we've done this before. And I'm like, okay, good. Because I was like, oh man, really? <laughs> I like shit like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, I am. Yes. Uh, we we got the rating here. Fuck already. All right. Oh well. We got something else. Just pause and say, best kill. Oh, um, man, that's a hard one. Man, I'd have to go with Kincaid, even though I don't like the way he dies. How'd he die? Remind well, me. He just gets stabbed. He just gets stabbed. But I thought the, the the car maze and then that shot was pretty impressive. Oh, that was really badass. Either that or Freddy's death was with all the arms. Yeah, that is. The, the, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that probably is the the best death in the fucking movie. Because <laughs> that's even got that weird ass tunnel where like. It, like, goes inside his chest, and there's, like, people, oh, like, yeah. in the fucking walls and shit. Man, he, man, he's off to a lot of people. Yeah, man, I bet he has heartburn a lot. Um, dude, that's the, that's the whole Elm Street peeps, plus who we killed in this movie. Yeah. It would have been cool if we just, like, they'd have got actors back. I think about that and every time. because they like always Johnny Depp's face. Yeah, they always show just the people who were just in that movie, you know? Especially in, in the next one, too. It's just like, oh, here's these people. These people we've seen. How about we bring back other people? I think my favorite my favorite teenager death is the uh, I think it's the roach. Really? Right that one, man. Yeah, it's just so fucking weird, bro. It and is when weird. her face hits the sticky floor, oh my god, fucking her, you know about that, man. Her always... face comes up. Oh man, yeah. That that I don't know. There's something about that image that just yeah, that's really good. I was watching the, sticks uh, with you. That is good. 80s or 90s making of of this movie. Oh yeah, with uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, I think was uh, around the same time. Is on MTV. I don't know. It was just the making of this movie, but yeah, yeah, they um, it was, they were back to back. They shoot them back to back, and they were talking to her about the 
cockroach scene. Yeah. And she said, you know, she went and she watched um, The Fly, Jeff Goldblum's remake. Oh, and that's good. She, then she realized that, like, you know, he's merging with his his characters merging with the with the insect, and I just I mean I just didn't think my character was merging. I thought it would be more, you know, she would take it more as like, you know, trying to fight against it. Honey, you're turning into a roach, right? And it shows like a shot of her going, yeah. <laughs> and the director's with those like, big Cut. arms. <laughs> It's pretty gnarly when she changes. It like rip her arms off or whatever, and then like yeah. and then the other ones kind of come out. And there's a little foreshadowing at the beginning. Doesn't she like reach into a bag of potato chips and pull out a roach? No, it's not a bag of potato chips. It's uh, it's like some kind of fruit. Is it fruit? Yeah, because when they step on it in the ground, it smushes. Oh yeah, it smushes. Yeah, yeah it's like some. I don't. Know, it's like an orange or something. An orange know. slice. It's, it's, it's something. It shadows that she's afraid of cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. Give a bug a break, Deb. <laughs> I'm Christian Slater. Not, bruh. But if you squint your eyes real hard, you may think yeah. you see me. So he's trying to play uh, Nicholson anyway, so. They killed off the characters from three real quick. Really quickly. It's like, all right, remember these people? All right, they're gone. Just so that they could bring in Allison. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring you in. It was an accident. Bullshit. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Kristen's death. I didn't. Ooh, fresh meat. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. I think that this is kind of a real shitty way to handle her character. Yeah. But um, Joey and Kincaid, I didn't really, you know, didn't really care. care about them. I mean, their deaths were good enough, you know? Well, I mean, Kincaid's was, like you said, the, 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 the overhead shot in the junkyard, that makes that cool. Yeah. It does suck that he just gets stabbed with the glove, though. It's like, oh, okay. Fucking uh, Robert England, his first shot, though, with that fucking the shadow. Motherfucker almost looks like a demonic uh, Indiana Jones at first. I think that's oh, what yeah. they were going for. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Spielberg stole that for Indy 4. Probably. Hmm. I, uh, I like the bones coming back together, especially like the spine. It all kind of like... Yeah, that, that was very Hellraiser. Yeah. Like a kind of a shitty version of that. Interesting. Yeah. I got a bunch of like, I don't know. It, it did seem like this movie was copying other films because even in the boiler room, uh, they had like some chains from like aliens, like just hanging down. And I'm like, I don't remember random oh, like chains, hanging. chains with hooks and shit. One review yeah. I saw on this called it called this the Alien Three of the the franchise. It's like, hey, we're gonna show you all this stuff that you remember from the last one. We killed it. Get rid of it. <laughs> hey, remember the stuff that was cool? <laughs> oh yeah, but Alien Three hurts a lot more because those are characters I really really cared about, and you know, Joey and Kincaid. I don't know, Kristen though, that kind of hurts. But, the, you know, I don't know. It lessens a little bit, too, because it's a different actress. So, we have ratings? I think so, yep. Brian. What are you doing? I'll give it a five. Five? That's respectable. Yeah. yeah yet again, I, like I said, I think this is probably my favorite, so I'm going to give it a nine. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll match Benson. I'll give it a five. Because I'm also thinking about the next one. So, yeah, five. Because I gave the last one, what, a four? This is a little bit better. All right. Well, wait, wait. You think this is better than three? He was thinking of two, I think. I was thinking of two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because you gave three. What did you give three? A six? Six. Six and a half? Something, Something like that. Something like that. And you think this is better than three? No, he was thinking about two when he said that. This one's not completely terrible, Benson. No, it's not terrible, but it's not better than three. <laughs> I know I know three's the pinnacle. Yeah. Uh, well, to me, see. one's the pinnacle. <laughs> well... Of the sequels. Um, yeah, I, I gave three a nine, so I'm going to probably give this one a seven. 
7.5, guys. Uh, I really like this movie. I like it a lot. I, look, some of that's nostalgia talking, okay? I think a lot of that's nostalgia talking. <laughs> because, I mean, this is uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I got introduced to Freddy with, like, the first time I ever saw anything was uh, the Robo Hand coming for Sheila. And I want to suck face. That's the first image of a Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, wow. Um, I ever had. So Maybe that's sorry. why you hate that scene so much. Um, I don't hate it. It's just... <laughs> You know, it's just weird that it's a robot hand. But like you said, she's an inventor, so I, you know, I've never thought of that before. Yeah, so that yeah. makes sense. I'll, I'll buy it. Um, I, li- I like how the movie's cut. I like how it's paced. I really like everything except for the fucking story. And you know, they had a writer strike. I used to think this movie. You know, this when I, I was a kid, I honestly thought this version, like this episode part four, was made for TV. Really? Yeah. Dude, this had the biggest budget out of I, all of them. I know. And it's got like a bunch of, it's got I some really re- good shots and some really great lighting. I can remember watching one, three, it was on like a marathon on Channel 24. And I remember like after watching part three, part four was fixing to come on. And I asked my dad, did they make part four for TV? Did it just look, I don't know, to me it looked, it looked very TV-ish. That's because everybody explodes out of a scene. When you, when you leave a dream, you have to have a window blow up, and then you fly. Yeah. I like how, like, the first explosion, the first chick that gets blown out of a dream, Bree Harlem's, like, has his directed by credit right on that. <laughs> He's like, yeah. You know, who, you know who blew that bitch out the window? Pretty <laughs> fucking Harlan did, baby. I think he was just, like, using this as a calling card going, I want to make action movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did get Die Hard, too. That yeah. was his next movie. One of the, um... Die Hard on a Plane. Uh review making of documentary things I watched said that he was basically homeless going up to New Line every day just trying to get a job and they, that there's rumors they may have given him a job just to get him out of their hair well Bob Shea is uh, like fucking on the record as saying the reason he hired him is because he was a big fucking dude he looked like he handled the workload he looks like a giant viking and it was like well you know this this is gonna be a really long grueling shoot so I'll hire a big guy. And then Bob Shea is like, yeah, well, I wasn't wrong. He was able to do it. I wasn't wrong. I was right about that. It's like, oh, fucking Bob Shea, bro. Man, the things you need to get a directing job. Man. I've been thinking about the little... Like a giant Viking. <laughs> thinking about the thing that kills Freddy or gets, you know, weakens Freddy at the end of this one. What is that thing that girl created? What do you mean, what did she create? The little thing that she shoots at her, that the girl... Oh, uh, there's science power. I know, but what the fuck is it? So it, ma- it makes it me think. It makes me think that if you pack? if you carry something with you into the dream that you think that could have enough power, then it could be anything. If if I could pick up this phone and say, "This is my Freddy killing tricorder," uh, and then if I carry it into the dream, then I've put that much power onto it that well, I can wait, be hold, like, hold, "You're hold, done, what, bitch." What do you mean? What do you, what, no, we don't carry things into the dream. Right, she fucking put that shit onto her damn. Yeah, but she's just dreaming it when she's in a dream, right? She's not actually. I know she. I know there's it a exists. badass, like you know, montage where well, she's she gets, like she's gearing up. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's totally the Rambo montage. Yeah. But I didn't think she was actually carrying her clothes and her shit with her into the dream. Thought that was just like her it, dream. It, it was projection. a. It was a calculated thing that I'm taking this this piece of equipment because with like me. in Dream Warriors, like you see the was it uh, Tara. Yeah. Terror, Terror, Terran. What's her T- name? Terran. Terran. There we go. Uh, yeah, she she has the punk rock look when she wants to. 
So I don't, I don't, I think you can take things out of a dream, but I don't think you can bring them into a dream. The thing existed in the real world, and then if she has it on her in there as, as a as a calculated piece of equipment, yeah, it's kind of like you carry every, carry your trusty buck knife with but you. But there's also like Nancy's house in the dream world too. But I don't think that house got carried into the you know nobody feel like putting too much thought. Yeah, into you're putting. This. Yeah, this is way 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 too much literal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't think you can take things into the dream world, man. You can pull things out of the dream world. That that I yeah. agree with that. I don't know. I got to think about these rules. Well, obviously, they didn't. <laughs> Dude, we have established <laughs> that in the first fucking movie. I mean, damn. What's Craven's like? Look, man, just have the tongue come out of the phone. Fuck it. I don't care if she's asleep or not. Fuck this. It's scary. All right. Um, <sighs> Let's watch this other trailer. <laughs> this is a trailer for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five: A Dream Child. We'll be back. We're back. That was the trailer for A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, from what? 1989. Well, they were big on the... Not showing anything. Let's just shoot some object and have it be a trailer. Now, to be fair, that is in the movie, and Freddy gets impaled on it. So that's why those little sp- spikes are sticking out of the back of it. That is true. <laughs> so they did use it. I don't know how the fuck that happened in the movie. Like It's just out of nowhere, and then he's like... <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> doesn't make a whole lot of sense um let's wrap the movie up that's what it means that's what's happening it's like oh we gotta fuck we're getting close to an hour and a half we gotta wrap this up (laughs) sense isn't something they were going for hard on this one (laughs) it looks good though it does look good it looks good they got some cool camera stuff um you know one thing i did notice uh from this movie and they weren't too uh like afraid of putting the sources but a lot of this is underlit man yeah, there's a lot of lights underneath sets, and they just put these grates up. Yep, and they just blast. People. I noticed that, especially like yeah, toward the end when she's going up the stairs, it's just all this like really uplighting. Yeah, yeah, and even though there's like they put a lot of overhead sources in like the hallways of like the uh, insane asylum. Yeah, I guess that hospital from part three is completely abandoned now. Maybe because that didn't look like it was you know just a wing that was shut down. When they showed the wide shot, it looked like the whole. The whole damn place was a ghost town. Oh, you mean that matte painting? <laughs> really bad matte painting. Yeah. It's gothic, really though. Really bad matte painting. Okay, look. I got with, a soft with, spot like, for real that stairs stuff. in the front. Yeah. Really bad matte painting. And fucking night is blue as shit. Yeah. yeah no. Look, dude, it was cool. <laughs> and they hold on it for like 40 seconds before she even like It was started. not that long. Dude, I'm like, how long are we going to sit on this map? Okay, shit's moving in the foreground. How long are we going to sit on this map painting? They cut back to it. That's probably what you were feeling. No, they sat on it forever. Then they cut to like POV. Like, we got to get to an hour and a half. Just, just linger, linger, POV linger. Of the right, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. And then I'm like, credit. no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It starts POV of stairs. Then it cuts back to the map painting. It sits there for 40 seconds. Then it cuts back to POV of stairs. Then it cuts back, and then she's walking up the fucking thing. I'm just like, how many times are we going to show this terrible map painting? Like, okay, we spent all this money making it. I like we the feel of it, it, dude. 
Okay. I just had to get that out. I'm sorry. Look, all the... I don't know what happened. Uh, they, they had less budget on this one. They only had uh, six million. Last movie, they had 13. They reused some of the sets. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's they true. They did. Yeah, the church set comes back where oh, yeah. he gets resurrected in. Well, how crazy is that? But they but it was smaller though. For some reason, the the church set it looked like it was, it was like um, it wasn't as wide. They were shooting it on longer lenses. Were they? Maybe. Didn't feel like a long lens there. In fact, this whole movie feels like it was like wide, <laughs> wide uh, lens. Uh, but I'm just probably thinking of that uh, the flashback. They, they, they couldn't afford anything above a of 35. It's just like it's 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 like fourteen to thirty five. Well, yeah, well, that, the flashback where, or the dream sequence where she uh, she's the nun, right? And all the uh, the crazy maniacs rape her, right? And it's it's Alice, and she uh, I don't know for some reason she's like uh, Freddy Krueger's mom in the in that dream. And there's this this really cool shot that like introduces the whole insane uh, asylum, and it, it's this I don't know it's it's kind of cool where you actually see uh, uh, Robert England uh, out of makeup. Yeah, and it's like super wide. It's, and they're it's all, distorted, kind of like doddering around, you know, just kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it is weird that they're just like loose in yeah. a giant room. You know, is and, it like and, free and time? It, yeah, and there's just some random guy up there going one, two. Okay, and he goes, there's fucking a hundred, and they're like, yeah, oh, you know that because of the last movie. Well, I, I kept thinking that they were going to go into a different room, like they go into cells, and she would yeah. get locked into a cell. And they it's all like, just no. sleep in this one room. Yeah, and they all pile on top of each other like puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like zombies, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Puppies sleep on top of each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the plot point we didn't really discuss at all from part four. Wait, there was a plot that comes back for five. Yes, <laughs> it, it's in this one scene where Bob Shea plays the teacher in part four, and right. he talks about the gates. He says there's a positive gate and there's a negative gate. And that's what the Dream Master is, is there to block the gate. Right. Right? And you got to have this song. What song? No, sorry. the dream. <laughs> that's a Dream Warrior song. I'm sorry. There's no Dream Master song. <laughs> I am the Dream Master. She never got a song. Well, Super Freddy's going to fight the Dream Master. And so she, she, she blocks him out in part four, right? Locks him out. Mm-hmm. He, he dies. Freddy, that is. And then I don't understand. Like, how does he come back? Freddy never really dies. He just kind of like, you know, gets knocked down and he has to go like, you know, build up again and find another way. And this time is a loophole through, you know, child's dream. It's just weird, though. It's just. It, what, OK, so if he brings his mom, he has to bring his mom back, Amanda Kruger, to be reborn through her because as little the, Freddy. Yeah. So he can only channel children's dreams by be, being a child himself kind of thing. I don't know, man. This is weird little alien puppet. <sighs> Freddy. <laughs> yeah, the script got really confusing. Also, too, like, what is the point of bringing the the dream child to Alice? Like, Alice's power is is she can daydream, right? Right. She can just daydream at any point, and right. I, I think his goal so, was to was to feed souls to her baby to like basically resurrect himself into the real world eventually. Because they talk about how the kids well, not getting into the real bigger. world. She she they said uh, it seemed like it was possessing the kid possibly it does seem that way but they said in the in the movie she's like oh you're trying to live through Jacob through his nightmares or some crap line like that like I guess the but, Jacob but, but kid they, would... they, they they make a you know he he's, he there's a really weird shot of like we go into the womb and there's a baby 
And then Freddy's floating in there too. He's like, hey, you know, and then like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> then it shows him like, you know, pumping souls in through the umbilical cord into the baby. He's feeding the baby. The doctor even says that the baby's bigger than it should be, but that's okay. Eventually, if, if it seems like if everything would have gone, you know, the way Freddy wanted it. That dude, that's why I'm confused. Yeah. I, like, I agree with you. Like, it, if it, you it look at the yeah, film right. versus what they say, those are different things. Because <laughs> it, it does – it's like why would he be feeding the baby if he's not going to somehow be reborn? Yeah. You know, I'm it's looking – It's kind of like he's poisoning it with himself. It doesn't make a damn Making him hungry for souls. Which is, ends up becoming his undoing because the baby uses it against him and th- flings the souls out and whatever the fuck happens there. So the point of it is it don't feed your souls to the baby. Keep him for yourself. Yeah, I guess he couldn't because his mom was. Anytime his mom would show up, he got he really scared. Yeah. yeah, and that was weird seeing Freddy. Like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. There's Afraid this, there's a scene where they're like floating in the water right there, and then like you know they open the uh, she opens the door and goes through it, and then he's like, oh shit, and slams the door. I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't want to see Freddy afraid. No, not of anything. I I didn't mind like the first time she showed up where he, he like I forget what his his line is but she's like I'm gonna you're an abomination his mom says something like that and he's like yeah, I'm gonna get you bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he says bitch like I don't, bitch. at least five times in this oh movie. my god dude bon appetit bitch god damn how many times are we gonna say bitch that's his thing man it is his thing they're like look that that's his he's got to call everybody he's like a bitch. Uh, he's like uh, do we want to say bitch again they're like yeah just do it we we probably won't use it. We'll cut away. That's why that pause was there. He was expecting him to cut. He's trying to force the cut. <laughs> he's like, ah, he's, he's like, it. bon appetit, bitch. <laughs> Surely they're gonna cut before that. <laughs> they probably cut the director out. Going, come on, come was, on, Robert. And that bon appetit, bitch. That was a cool scene. I will say that you know the whole overbearing mom at the dinner party. Oh, with the Greta character? The, yeah, where she's the supermodel? Yeah, they're having the, the argument, you know, back and forth. And then Freddy shows up and slams her into a fucking high chair and starts overfeeding her. And she gets all, like, fat. Okay, this was cut <laughs> to death by the MPAA. Oh, really? That was worse? Yeah, the idea... You remember the uh, little Barbie on the uh, the dish tray? When he shows up, he says, a bon appetit bitch, right? And yeah, he's got yeah, this yeah. little uh, He's got this little silver tray, and there's, like, a little doll on it. Yeah, there's a doll. Well, he's got her in this high chair, and... The idea, and you can see the doll is like cut open, is that he's, he's actually feeding her the he's doll. He's cutting, no, he's he's cutting her stomach up and feeding her organs to her. Oh, he even mentions something about eating yourself, or yeah, yeah, yeah. In okay. a later scene in the comic book scene, when he's taunting that uh, the the comic book guy um, that really likes that makes her, makes sense. Okay, yeah, it's like he keeps talking about how much he's in love with her, but she doesn't care about him, or or not that way anyway. <laughs> They're just friends, man. We're just friends. You're in the friend zone. But yeah, that that got really cut out. And like, it's kind of confusing what is happening to her. It's like, oh, is, is she just being overfed? And then he's he's choking her? I guess that's how it... I, I, I don't think know. he's shoving so much food or so much guts down her throat that she's choking on her own self. It, yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird. To, and then she gets all bloated. Yeah. I like that. that. That becomes her look from then on, like when she shows up later. And, and yeah. they're like, they're like tugging the baby out of the womb. And then it just cuts to the close-up of her. She's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> They're I mean, all even screaming. Even at the end, like, yeah. all of them are popping out of her chest. Yeah, it's like big, big mouth, big, big fl- cheeks. blue cheeks. Yeah, it's just insane. 
I love it when she comes out of the fridge, man. I thought that was a good. Oh, that was great. That that was a good little jump scare. I will say that that was cool. And it says "Die, bitch" on the yeah, fridge. Yeah, die, bitch, with like a Freddie magnet. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that, that was great. That's a good moment. They're like, we're gonna write "bitch" on this paper again. <laughs> oh, and you know what? A shout out to the the actor that played uh, Alice's dad. That motherfucker has got more of a character arc than probably anybody else in the movie. Yeah. Like, the dad actually turns himself around. He was an alcoholic the first movie. I like him in this. Yeah. It's, it's nice to... Drinking. They mention his AA. It's nice to not have an ass, an asshole parent, you know, as somebody who's actually trying to be supportive. Even, even when she That's gets right. pregnant and she's like, are you disappointed in me? And he's like, no. You know? And she's like, she's like oh, oh, wow, what's this? When did you start doing sensible shopping? He's like, since my daughter's a fucking whore... And then, like, you know, <laughs> he, didn't say that. he didn't say that. But, like, you know, he, he was like, you know, well, you know, so you get such now that you're pregnant, we got to change things around here. And she's like, you're disappointed in me, aren't you? And he's like, no, I'm not. He's like, I, just don't make it a habit. Don't be fucking dudes all the time. Well, it's nice, too, because he's, he's got a line in there somewhere where he calls back to uh, his, his son dying. Where he's like, it'd be nice to have it'd be a, nice a to have another boy. boy around, a boy in the house again. Yeah. yeah, it's a good little moment. No, that's great, dude. Even the the scene where the uh, the boyfriend's like parents come over and they're like, you know, they want to oh, adopt the baby yeah. and all that. That was really good. I, I like that. That was good. They 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 touched some really good issues because uh, even you know the one kid was like, you know. If the baby's causing the problem, let's abort that motherfucker. <laughs> I got a right? coat hanger right over here. We can take care of this right now. <laughs> so you think if she went to the uh, abortion clinic, like would Freddie have like? I would have been jumping on her stomach, bro. If I'm that guy, I'm like, no, I'm not dying. <laughs> Please, he, he, he instantly he's like, okay, we'll find another way. I'll fucking die. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah, no, it would have been over. <laughs> Uh, she, she. I'd be like, you need to go to sleep now. I'd be hitting her in the stomach. <laughs> Fuck you, Jacob. Oh, I like that little kid. Uh, the I don't like his. I don't like his high his high pitched voice, but he's got a good look. You know where you know where we all know him from, right? He looks really familiar. Jurassic Park. Doesn't look very scary. Looks right. more like a He's the guy. six foot turkey. Yeah, and then the Grant goes over and like tells him about how he would disembowel him. <laughs> Good. Yes. That's what I want to happen to that little fucking kid. <laughs> Fuck that little kid. That's why I didn't like him in this movie because he's a piece of shit in fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you bulgy ass. That's why away. he looks familiar. <laughs> uh, and he never worked again. Well, Man, it was, what it was, a weird movie. Although the motorcycle kill is cool. Yeah, that is cool. Now we can talk about it. See, there was a face there, and it did talk. Yeah, on that one, yes. Okay, good. I wasn't losing my mind. I was just <laughs> mixing my movies together. Yeah, you're they just... They can blend. <laughs> this is like a... Will it it's, blend? It's weird that he gets on the motorcycle, because um, he starts off in the truck. He's, he's got to like ride it out, man. And in that scene, were they trying to imply that the boyfriend, Dan, that he was drinking and driving? No. Okay. Because he's at the party, and they clearly show alcohol several times. Right. But the the, the kid, the guy takes uh, the bottle of champagne. It's not open. But when Freddy shows up, he's, like, drinking it and pouring it all over the place. And <laughs> So it's Freddy who does that. He's, he was saving it to go fuck his girlfriend. We're like, we're about to get down with this champagne. Okay, and I'm talking about the champagne, but did he have, like, a couple of drinks at the party is what I'm saying. Because he does fall asleep in the car. Oh, you're saying that that's why? Yeah, it is. It is stupid. It, it seems like it happens too quickly. 
It's like it's like okay, we're in the car, we're driving. I think he that, nods and he sleeps. I think just by this time, they anytime anybody is alone in the movie, they're like, okay, now you just fall asleep, and then Freddie can show up. Well, I think Freddie like you know emits a, play, a, yeah, a pheromone that makes people sleep. <laughs> so as he's like stalking you, he's like you know farting and like <laughs> knocking you out. I don't think out. the script went as, went as far as implying. <laughs> Freddy's well, I, pheromones. I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. It, they call it the alcohol, but then it, they don't really do anything with it. Well, no, because she's like, you know, he wouldn't do that. You know, he's bringing that for me. I'm a lush. But yeah, but then the parents are like, well, there, there was no, a champagne you are a bottle. Lush. <laughs> it, was, it was broken in the car. Well, they're going to grasp at anything. You know, they're I not going to believe that the boogeyman's coming. They're like, the boogeyman wears a white mask. Well, it's just like the uh, nurse diver. I don't know how you get to work in a hospital and you're also like an olympic diver swimming diver look you know whatever divers don't make divers money. don't make any money bro you gotta be a nurse too it just seems like the amount of practicing that she was doing plus the amount of hours that you would work in a hospital and these are not college students they're to be high fair, schoolers to be fair she wasn't a nurse she was a candy striper it's a different thing it's because of the uniform what candy striper i don't know what a candy striper it's is. basically like a pa of the nurse of the hospital Oh, so think of it that way. That's why they, that's what her uniform was. This is candy. Oh, because it looked like she was like maybe shadowing to become like an ultrasound no, assistant they're, or they're, something uh, they're, in the movie. They hire teenagers as candy stripers in hospitals and stuff. They used to. And it's called a candy striper, and it's just a job that you get, and you're basically doing bitch work for the hospital. But she's not doing bitch work. She's like assisting the doctor and for an ultrasound. Bro, how hard is it to do an ultrasound? You squirt some goo on there, and back to the other ones, they didn't even have to move it. It looked like you put a big plate on there, and then they cover it up. I'm like, oh, there you go. I'm just saying, when I take my wife to get an ultrasound, bro, it, it better not, not be a fucking candy striper. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hire candy stripers anymore. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. What were we going? Oh, yeah. She fall- My whole point was is that the uh, nurse diver, she falls asleep in the spa. Yeah. And, and, like, even when she wakes up from the dream, she comes out of the water. Yeah, she comes up like, you know, fuck, give me, get out of there. So, really, if Freddy wasn't around, these people are still going to fucking die. <laughs> Just because they're being dumb as fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why, why are you falling asleep in fucking water? I mean, like... Well, my, my point is that, you know, Freddy you makes them fall asleep, asleep, you know? I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> That's not explained or said in the movie, but, I mean, whatever. That's just as logical well, m- as anything maybe, else. Maybe Freddy is not such a bad guy. He's just kind of, like, taking advantage of, you know, people who are going to die anyways. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Look, dude, normally I would not hang up on any of this stuff, but the movie is so fucking slow. Oh, God, yeah. And nothing happens, man. There are so few nightmare sequences in the movie. Three people fucking die in this film, and that's it. Yep. It's super. Uh, we, uh, I guess the last kill that we haven't talked about is the uh, Super Freddy. What the fuck is that? How about you set up something and then instantly cut away from it? Like, give me if you're gonna like beef Freddy up, have a, a different actor come in, have a moment. I didn't like the different. actor. I didn't like but... the different actor. I think they should have like done a um, a perspective shot with Robert England. You know? Yeah. Give give him a muscle suit or something. You know, they they could have done way better than what they did. Yeah, they totally and. Um, Maybe that's why they didn't play on it too much. Maybe they shot some more and they were like, eh, it's not really working. <laughs> it's not Robert England. This guy just walking is... He's like, big, big neck motherfucker. Like, I didn't mind. I, yeah, I, I thought that part was kind of... It was kind of funny. I know, but it cut away so quick from that. I don't yeah. know. It's just like, ah, set it up. Uh, we're done. Move on. And then, you know, wrap they it up. don't out. do anything with you, Freddy. Yeah. Because he, he does the one slash, uh, and then and, the, he turns into paper, and then it's just... 
Robert England. Yeah, like just, normal. You know, yeah, cutting up. You know, paper doll. And also, that was a cool shot though. That that was neat. That I would was say cool. that was that was probably one of the best kills in the in the movie. Um, it was super cool. The color drained from it. Uh, that's excellent, dude. Yeah, yeah that's that's cool. super super cool. cool. Um, the whole the whole deal with the little kid uh, is going to trick Freddy. I want to be with you, like appear with the fucking Freddy makeup on and all oh, that. Okay. And how Freddy yeah, could yeah. be turned so easily. You know what I mean? He he's finally got the girl. He's about to kill her. Yeah, yeah it does seem like Freddy. You should know this is a setup because oh my the kid God. was just running from you, and now right. now that you almost have his mom well, killed, you, you've kind of got a bond with the kid. Shouldn't he be able to like? No, it's been like feeding him. I don't know. They did they did drop a line in the script. I'm not saying that it makes it wrong, or right? But uh, <laughs> there is a line in the script where Jacob's telling Alice that uh, Freddy knows her so well. Yeah, and that's he how he's able, so well, to hide. able to figure it out, you know, yeah. because he knows you so well. But I guess he's still—he's got to talk to the son, you know, because Freddie's also trying to like—I don't know—poison the son against the mother. Yeah, they're like hanging out. There's the, there is that cool shot where like, uh, why don't you like me anymore? He's standing by, uh, he's sitting next to Freddie or whatever, and Freddie pulls a glove out and it goes right in front of his face, and then you're like, oh, and the kid puts his hand up like they're gonna hold hands. And I was like, oh man, they repeated that action. Do you see that? Oh, they did. I saw that. Yeah, they did it in in both shots. Oh, uh, well, that's an editing thing. You do it every now and then. Yeah. It was weird, though. Yeah. Because it just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> I did like it when uh, Dan comes back in that uh, in the Escher set. Yeah. Uh, and he acts better than he did at any other time. Right. He actually... I was like, whoa, he's not, like, terrible. What the fuck happened? I think it's his voice, man. I think his, his voice... I think his voice makes him sound stupid. I agree with that. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. So when you go start taking care of your own life or whatever, that whole scene where they're all like, you know, just, uh, just that forced expositional dialogue maybe that's Ugh. what it is maybe it's just really bad dialogue with his voice yeah and it's just ugh. it's like the main dude from uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift he just sounds like a fucking idiot every time he opens his mouth same oh, thing here yeah. see what I'm saying yeah I it's just exactly like, and, I, and when I watched that I was like that motherfucker's putting on the most terrible fucking accent I've ever heard and that's the way that motherfucker talks yeah no, like, it is. <laughs> he, he was a little kid in the X-Files yeah. movie like no dude so yeah I mean, just sometimes that's just you know, I hate to say it, maybe bad casting. But yet again, Bob Shay's like, just throw a dart, get it done. <laughs> oh, I did uh, I did find a great quote um, from uh, the director, Stephen Hopkins, where he said he got hired in February, and the movie was out in like uh, 1,000, 1,500 screens or something like that um, in, in August. <laughs> Whoa. That's really but tight. But to be fair, he didn't cast some of these people. He's just having to work with what he's got. Yeah. So. Well, he's he's only getting three actors. He's getting the Dan, um, I forget the actor's name, but uh, Alice Wilcox yeah. playing, um, Lisa Wilcox, sorry, playing Alice. Right. And then Robert England. And then he, he, you know, everyone else. That's, I mean, he's responsible for it. I like Stephen Hopkins, though. He's uh, He directed uh, Predator 2 right after this. So... <laughs> that is ridiculously good. Uh, that's kind of scary. I feel like lasers are gonna like shoot out at you, hit me. But yeah, another director going on to do a, a big budget sequel. The Freddy movies start careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this time <laughs> This one was just weird. It is very weird, and when the, just the way it wrapped up, I was like, "Whoa, that was it." I was expecting so much more because it felt like there's a lot of build up 
weeks off. This would be the second or third time I've seen it, and I still don't really understand what happened in this movie. Well, they need to find the mom's bones, and they just... What the fuck was that? She goes in. She goes all the way through this fucking place. She goes up into the tower, and then she's standing in a room looking at a fucking window, and she walks up, and she touches her on the shoulder, and she turns around and says, thank you, and disappears, and it's okay. And there's no... What the fuck? There's no bones? There's You don't have to take her somewhere. You don't have to put her in hollowed ground with holy water and pray over it. You don't have to do any of that? What the fuck are you talking about? We've We've already set up these rules in previous movies, man. Come the fuck on. And why did they have a different actress? Why was she young in this? You know, in part three, she's like... You don't want to see an old lady having a baby. Oh, oh. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. In part three, she was like... (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Touche, sir. Touche. I did not think about that. This was her back when she had Freddy. Part three was her later. Oh, yeah, that's true. Having dealt with it her whole life. I did like they they mentioned that, uh, like, oh, yeah, okay, that cemetery uh, plot in part three. Okay, her, her bones are not actually there. It's like, oh, wait, how do you know that? What do you, where do you research this shit? They're like, we got a plot hole, we need to fix this, so, uh, let's, uh, yeah. Somebody went to a library and, uh, they read books. You know can how you nerds go down are. to the mail room and ask around and see if we can get a plot <laughs> idea for this? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one where, uh, the chick committed suicide, but we didn't want to tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> mm, a lot of plot holes. Um, what'd you guys think of, uh, uh, Freddy's, uh, makeup? David Miller, the guy that did the uh, makeup from the first film, he came back for this one. Kevin Yeager did, like, uh, all the stuff between, what, two and four? I mean, it's different. Yeah. But but it is closer to the original than it is any of the other, you know, any of the other sequels. I'm I'm trying to remember it as as specifically, but I I think I liked it. it. It's weird. It's kind of like a... It's kind of a weird mixture, but it's got a lot of circular holes. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of detail, and they do a lot of really close-ups with, with lighting in this one. So you do get a lot of really close-up shots of Freddy's face. Um, so I think in this one, you really do get to see it more than you have in previous films. He's, yeah, get, he's getting a lot true. more close-up like time. Yeah, definitely making him look more Robert English. I'm becoming Freddy. Frederick Vaughn Kruger. Oh, I found the still, too, where you can see the pieces hanging. Like, you can see through his ear, and you can see the piece hanging. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. He's all wet looking. Yeah, they stopped doing that, too. Yeah, he's not real gross and drippy. He just looks like rubber. Wait, is this the one where he, like, bonds with her for a second and then, like, stretches out? What yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, that's when he's like, you know, the kid's like, <laughs> he's inside you. And he's like, he knows where to hide. And then her head just kind of like, <laughs> it starts to pull apart. That was gnarly as fuck. It's great, man. The makeup right there yeah. is, is perfect until they go to those fucking wide shots. And it looks like his arms are, I don't know, like, they're just limp. Oh, uh, when he's like, he's riding her. He's like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> and his, his arms are just like, you can tell they're dummies. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. I don't like that, but... Why in the fuck the black and white scene did they choose to shoot it black and white? Well, okay, so uh, the only thing that's actually black and white is Freddy's shots. The stuff with the kid, I forget, the comic book guy, I think his name's Mark. His character, he's wearing that colorful outfit, so I guess instead of rotoscoping him out which is what we would do now or put it like a mat and you know track it <sighs> for whatever reason they just painted the whole fucking set white like everything was uh, painted white except for some wood in certain spots because you can actually see the you know some color ble- ble- ah, bleeding through in those uh, in those moments so that's how they how they shot his stuff 
I was and, even thinking that even some of those Freddy shots were done that way too, because when they interact with each other. Oh yes, those are. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's you're right. very like, like was, when was, he gets on that skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Fucking Freddy skateboarding, y'all, and like. <laughs> I guess they're like, if he can wear sunglasses and be a Jaws shark thing, then he can skateboard. Yeah, this is, this is t- MTV Freddy. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand. Like, like he goes through the skateboard and he knocks the whole place down. That's well, actually he, how the kids dies, he, right? He's, he's cutting the, the support beams as he goes. Yeah, <laughs> and everything comes down, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's how he dies in real life, right? The yeah, place. like, well... I don't think the building collapses, but just, like, all the shit in the, the room, shelves. like, fall on him. Yeah. They're like, oh, this place isn't up to code. Because his dad owns, like, some weird hardware supply store yeah. or something like that. Or yeah. a construction supply store. Because they have, like, concrete on the shelves. I have no idea why. Yeah, that's so weird. So that it can fall on. <laughs> so you can crush to death real good. But, like, when he cuts all the support beam stuff, like, he should be dead right then and there. Well, it's got to fall. Yeah, but then they have the whole Super Freddy thing, and then he... I mean, that's why the Super Freddy thing cuts so quickly, because he's fucking dying in real life. <laughs> Freddy's like, I gotta do this He's quick. like, fuck, I- I've been wanting to do this forever. I gotta get him before he bleeds out. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah, maybe. <sighs> it is Happy a weird s- scene when he turns around and he's all, like, comic booked up. I actually like I thought that was cool. It's, like, it's an interesting idea. I like, I, like, I like some moments of that. I mean, yeah. Like, his death scene, like... I think that's really super cool. I think it's probably the best of the movie. Out of all three. <laughs> God damn it, bro. I think that's the best <laughs> shit to say yes. I think the motorcycle one's the best. It's it's extremely interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It started reminding me of like a H.R. Giger uh, Ghost Rider or something. Man, that fucking like uh, labyrinthy, you know, like you know, like from the movie The Labyrinth where chasing trying to get the baby. Oh, that's your painting? Yeah. And then they do the exact same thing in this movie. Mom chasing her kid with Freddy. I thought it was all right. I know, but it's the exact same thing as Labyrinth. Come on, I man. mean, you knew they up. were going to do this sooner or later. I think Labyrinth did it better. I haven't rewatched Labyrinth in a while. You should. They did a really good job with that. Frogs and snails and what's the, puppy dogs. What's tails. the word for, like, intergenerational time periods? You're talking about an age gap? Yeah, I think there's this is an age gap thing. Man. What about Dark Crystal? Yeah. So just no no Jim Henson? Yeah, I guess not. Wow. So just no Jim Henson? What about Kermit the Frog? I love Kermit. Okay. What about you? What about you there? Uh, Do you like Jim Henson? Do you you like Labyrinth or um, Dark Crystal? I like uh, Dark Crystal a little bit more. So more more of a gelfling than... A Jareth. Uh, can I be a Skeksis? Skeksis? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of uh, Labyrinth. That's, that's more like, my you wife. Don't, you don't like thing. his camel toe or moose knuckle. See, your wife probably likes the camel toe. Or I call it a moose mm, knuckle. I'm, I'm pretty sure she would. Ma- male camel um, toe is moose no, knuckle. I, no, I like David Bowie. I like Jennifer Connelly, too. Um, yeah. just not a big fan of that movie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really care for that movie. Yeah. The whole, like, oh, you stole my brother and... <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, the story doesn't really do it for me. I mean, it, it's a fun movie. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna diss on it. The like scene's better amazing. than this movie. I have to rewatch it, but yeah, I'm gonna take you your word on it. You should, because I'm right. Because there's a lot of things that are better than, than this, this movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? But this movie's newer than that movie. They should have done it better. They should have. Well, they didn't have Jim Henson, so. And these guys had like uh, how many months? 
Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, some, some of this yeah. shit's pretty impressive. Yeah, and you got to remember on these Nightmare movies, it's not about quality. It's about getting it done on time so we can make a couple million dollars to fund other stuff. Why were they... Why is... Um, this is what fucking pisses me off about Bob Shea. Why was he so insistent on releasing one every fucking year? Doesn't Money. he realize that that's what killed the fucking franchise? There's no fucking build-up. There's no fucking expectation. There's no fucking anticipation. And he's not putting any fucking quality in these sequels at all. That's what hurt uh, Solo. Wait, Solo, a Star Wars story? Yep, came out too quick. That was that half-year thing. It came out like six months after the previous one. Mm. I think there's a lot of things that hurt that movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, like you're saying, uh, oversaturation kind of like fucks it up. It's like, damn... It's kind of like if you're in a... If you're that's in crazy, a, though, but that's a spin-off situation. We're talking about just... what You know what I mean? That just it shows how fast they were making these movies. They're shitting them out, dude. Yeah. yeah. This is one series, and it can probably keep up with fucking Star Wars. When, when, when it's your flagship like franchise, and you're doing dumb shit like the previous movie, where they're just like, all right, let's just shoot. We don't have a fucking script. You should really care about your franchise a lot more than that. I think that just shows how much confidence they put on the character. That it doesn't matter. Freddy's going to sell no matter what. It's going to have butts and seats. Yeah, this is not James Bond. You can't just shit a, a sequel out and just be like, oh, you know, hey, this, this is one of those shitty ones, guys. Sorry, you know. <laughs> it, it, worked, it worked for him until, what, Freddy's dead? No, this was uh, this was the first time that the uh, the series didn't make more money than the previous installment. This was a sequel that... But did it make money? <sighs> It's debatable. Uh, it had a budget of $6 million. Uh, its domestic gross was uh, 22.2. So it probably made a little bit of money. Not a lot, though. It was enough that Bob Shea was like, let's make another. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was also like, hey, let's call it the final nightmare, just in case that one tanks, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> little insurance. I'm with you, though. I wish I wish he gave a little bit more, like, let's, let's try to put some care into these. I think that's what he was doing when he went and got Craven to come back. Yeah. But seven movies, it takes seven movies to go, well, maybe we should concentrate on story a little bit. He never wanted, I don't know, Craven never wanted to come back really to direct until New Nightmare. He's like, I want residuals and like, you know, back payment on all this shit. <laughs> they did. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, when Wes Craven, uh, it's a kind of happy story for him. But yeah, when he came back to do Wes Craven's new nightmare, him and Bob Shea apparently had like he's like here's this kind of chest a, of money. I don't know, a airing of grievances, so to speak. And yeah, he's like, here's here's what I owe you. Apparently, Wes Craven was just like, look, Bob, this this really pisses me off. All these years, you making all this fucking money. I'm a little mad. Bob Shea like walks him out to the marina and's like. See that yacht? He's like, I couldn't miss that fucking yacht. It's fucking green and red. And it's got Nancy written <laughs> He's like, it's got Nancy written on it. He's like... And your face right beside it. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Not that one. The one next to it. The Tina? Yeah, Tina. That, that one's yours. That's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have a hockey mask hanging on the front? There's a little side ah, joke. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> hey, uh, I noticed mine didn't have two pulls. <laughs> You're only the director. <laughs> you didn't make that money, bitch. I didn't. You were on the studio. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. So we have, we have, we have the rating here for uh, part five, Dream Child. Yep. All right. What are we, what are we, what are we doing here? I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to do this a little different. I was excited for this movie. I can remember this movie coming out because I was a kid. I remember, like, I was really getting into scary movies at this time. And... 
it just sounded scary. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. Ooh, you know, this is a kid with nightmares and Freddy's going to be... I was excited. Fuck yeah. I was let down. This movie was not good. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't think this works. <laughs> so I'm going with 3.5. 3.5. Um, what was the first Freddy movie you guys saw in the theater? In the theater? In the theater. It may have been Freddy vs. Jason. I think that's the one I saw for the first time in the theater. I've been going no, back. No, no, I, I, I saw, the, I saw the, the remake, with that, but the Freddy vs. Jason was right before that. Oh, that was way before that. It was like the year before. No. That is totally yeah. incorrect. Is that, is that wrong? Yeah, yeah Freddy vs. Like, Jason came out in like 2003. At oh, least really? five years yeah. before. Maybe the date on the DVD I was looking was like a re-release or something. What did the date say on it? I don't know. I could have swore it said 20, 2011. Oh. I'm sorry, uh, the, 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 the 2009 oh, or whatever. Yeah, you got that triple pack. That's why, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that's, that's when a nightmare on uh, the Elm Street remake was out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, it so came they out were, in 2010. So the, 2010, so it was a 2000. Yeah, okay, so it was the it was the pump for that one. Yeah, it okay. was the year the disc came out. I got you. Yeah, yeah. first one I saw in the theater was Freddy's Dead. I remember a buddy and I bought movies, to, bought tickets to something else, and then snuck into Freddy, and we had to get... Get the little glasses because it was 3D, and they tell you when to put it on because the whole movie's not in 3D. Does Freddy like pop up on the screen wearing like the glasses for a second? And it's like it's time. No, there's like some stone faces that fly at your face. <laughs> and then there's like one point where the lady like puts on her glasses, so you know to put on your glasses. Am I gonna notice that when watching the movie? Oh yeah, Is all that still in there. Yeah, yeah. I got some glasses if you want because uh, I'm Wait, pretty sure the it, Blu-ray is uh, has there's it. A, there's a 3D section in there sexy I think we, we, we'll go look at afterwards because if so I'll give you some 3D glasses interesting I'm yeah. gonna rate this one a 4 a 4 yeah alright it had some enjoyable moments what'd you do he did 3.5 3.5 4, 4. alright Brian's a point five. <laughs> Uh, I don't know keep talking some more you got anything to say Uh, like I said it, it, had, it. it had some pretty good effects um, it's, it's okay it's just you know I don't know if it's the worst of the series, but it's it's all right. Two is the worst. Okay, so this is the next to, so far, you know, next to the last. Yeah. But yet again. You ain't seen Freddy's Dead yet. <laughs> I'm going to say it's probably better than this. Um, it's yeah, this kind of boring. That's the, that's the problem with this one. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's boring. It's fucking boring. I, I'm going to tell you that out of all of them we've watched so far, I fell asleep in this one and had to finish it today. Yeah, I fell asleep trying hard. to watch this one, and then I had to finish the second half of it today. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it's boring. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I, I always get bored right after Greta dies. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Get I, on with it. Man, I never make it to the comic book kill, dude. And that's probably why I, I kind of like that kill. It's because I, I don't see that one that much, because I'm always asleep by this point. And so, yeah, I guess I'm going to go with a four. Yeah, I mean the the part the point where she's uh, where it goes into her womb and shows all that. I fell asleep right before that, but there is some cool shit where uh, she pulls herself into the comic book dude's like dream. She sees him like walking, oh, like, yeah. like take on like the like the aha video. He's like, he's like walking up to the that is cool, thing, and then she draws herself into it. And then there's some really cool shit where like uh, she runs into the house and he's like down inside the fucking birth canal or whatever the fuck that is. Like you know the the tube of hell and then she like pulls him out of there and then he ends up like turning back and like falls through the floor oh yeah he kind of turns he, into he, he, uh, dust yeah, yeah that was badass they did a nice dust cloud that thing, was yeah. fucking cool i mean there there's some really neat things they did i think you know? tone wise 
Rennie Harlan with four took it to this almost carnivaly action feel funhouse. Le- yeah, like funhouse type level. Even has the scene where he's spinning the you know the tube they're walking in. Yeah. And this one tries to go more gothic, but keep like the one liners and the joke. I don't know. It just feels like the tone is just way off. Yeah, it's every, like they're forcing a Freddy movie. Yeah, <laughs> everything's off. It, it feels like they're trying to go back to three. Yeah. And keep it a little bit more uh, serious, and they're trying to bring in like some heavier things. Like they talk about abortion in it. They're yeah. bringing up like who can have the baby, teen pregnancy. And they even said on the special features like that was part of the problem with this movie. Is like it's about teen pregnancy. Like who is this movie really for? You know, like you know, teens that are that can relate to this probably a little too close to home. And then everybody else, I don't want a baby, you know, they, they can't really relate cause they're not parents yet. Yeah. They want to fuck, but they don't want that baby. So, I mean, I, I guess I kind of get that. And I don't know. The, the tone is kind of off. Yeah. Can we just get a straightforward, like Freddy slasher movie with crazy dreams and like, you know, monster of the week kind of thing. I'd like to see that. Why you gotta throw, we saw it with part three, bro. Why, why you got to throw in all this, like, you know, fucking topical, trying to put a message in it? Let me see him killing some people. Well, it's kind of a shame, though, because I think this director could have done something really cool if he'd been given a little bit more time. Right. And, that you know, I, that's kind of how I feel about almost all these movies. You know, like, Rennie Harlem had a little bit more budget. But they were still pressed for time. I know, right? I mean, that helps him a little bit because he can hire more people, but... If he had just been given, like, three more months, man, and that same amount of money, I think much better that would have Dude, worked. all of these movies could have, like, helped with more more time. It's just, yeah. They all, they all, New Line just wants to spend, like, a month on the scripts. <laughs> and just, let's, let's go make a movie. Looking forward to the next set. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Benson, where can audience follow you, sir? At J. J. Edward Benson. I can't talk. He's not even drinking. And Jared, where can they follow you, good man? You can follow me on um, Twitter at... uh... Jeremy Callen and on um, such a lush <laughs> and on uh, Instagram at Check the Gate. Thanks, you, Brian. Thanks, thanks for, thanks for having me. Oh my goodness! Excellent, right? <laughs> no, because drunk would have been like, I love you, Brian. I fucking love you guys. I mean, like you know, you made the world to me. I mean, <laughs> like you wear sweaters. I mean, and. It's just awesome, you man. You guys just don't realize that Brian's been, every time we do one of these podcasts, Brian's wearing the Freddy sweater and it's kind of hot. In a child molester way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And, uh, hey, you know, it's Halloween. Uh, you guys can uh, also, if you want to play some video games, some Freddy on, uh, what was what is that game? Best Dead Days. by Daylight. Ooh. Yeah, Dead by Daylight, you get... Um, Why don't you throw out your gamer tag and people can play with you? Oh, yeah. it's, it's um, You don't remember your gamer tag? It's Gojira Fett. There it is. Gojira, Gojira Fett. underscore Fett. There we you go. You can play Brian. There He's really good at it, too. Uh, I'm, well, at Friday 13th, I'm good, but Dead by Daylight, I'm not, I'm not as but good. But you can become Freddy in that and go around killing people. Yeah, dude, fucking Freddy is scary as shit yeah, in that game, is. dude. You're preparing generators, and then all of a sudden See? that motherfucker will pop out at him. 
Yeah, and he'll come and hang you on a hook. Mm, you'll hear me scream like a man child. You know, we said we need to make Freddy scary again, and they kind of did in that. Yeah, it's the remake Freddy, though. We need a really good Freddy video game. And like, that guy looks good in his Freddy. They went like hardcore with the burns. As we you need would. A, uh, you know, the Dead by Daylight, that works. No, that doesn't work. Fuck that. That's using the same game mechanic that the other games. I'm talking about, like, give me an action-adventure horror game where, you know, you've got to get through all these crazy levels and shit. Oh, man. I, I like the online multiplayer stuff like they're doing with Friday the 13th. I love that shit so much, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, I love playing this Jason. I love doing the counselor stuff. I get that. I repair that car. Fuck out of dollars. You can find that battery. You can get those keys, man. Oh, yeah. Put that gas Fuck in there. Yeah. Oh, hell. And then drive that wompy-ass car right out of there. Fuck yeah. Right past Jason's ass. <laughs> right into a river. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to be closing out the show tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack from Part 4, The Dream Master. We're going to be doing Tuesday nights. This is the same Tuesday night that was the actress who played Kristen in Part 4. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. right. K-N-I-G-H-T. She's a double threat. I don't know if she can dance as well. Maybe she can. Maybe she's a triple threat. I don't know. But uh, the name of the song is Nightmare. Enjoy. Where's Freddy? <laughs> He's not home.